try on a new one. Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast where you come for the beauty and stay for the snacks. You should have done that while you were recording. I am recording. Oh. (laughs) I didn't see the lines moving. Are your lines moving? Yes. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, I just wasn't paying attention. I'm just dumb as dog shit today. I like that. We'll try that on for size. It's not perfect. No, it's like come for the beauty news, stay for the come for the beauty news and lifestyle content, stay for the snacks. I liked your thing where it was like <laughs> where we spend money so you don't yeah, have to. Yeah, it was like the podcast where two friends chat beauty and spend money so you don't have to or something. Oh, I like that. That could work. There we go. Let's ask the listeners. But like 70% of people said that we should just leave it as it is, but I think they're just afraid of change. Yeah. And speaking of afraid of change, does that bring us into... I am titling this episode, What the Fuck, Lisa, or WTF, Lisa, because (laughs) let's go back to two weeks ago when you got in a fight with a real estate agent who, not really, where a real estate agent called you POV and then you were like, take it away from here. (laughs) I can't remember what she said, but she... I was viewing a house, which was um, a couple of streets away, and it was a shithole, but it was on like a 1,000 metres squared and back onto a reserve, and it was like three minutes between each of our parents' house, like mine and Brenton's, not me and Alex, and I was like, this is the one. This could be our buy in Renault. This is awesome. Anyway, I'm inspecting and the agent's like, oh, do you own a place already? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, is it a lot smaller than this? And I was like, oh, no. It's a four-bedroom, three-bathroom. She's like, oh. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for land size, you know, 1,000 metres squared to like an acre or whatever. And she was like basically like, oh, you're going to have to go further out. And I was like, doll, stop. Mm. Like, stop. Stop calling me poor. I could buy this house if I wanted to. It's an actual shithole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm like, this real estate agent, she was like exactly what I wanted as my real estate agent. <laughs> she was fucking sussing me out and um, I'm like, cool, so I'm going to have her as my real estate agent. Anyway, I emailed her. Did I get an no. email from her? You were basically at that point like, she doesn't think I can afford this house, so I'm going to show her. I'm going to invite her over to my house and make her appraise it. <laughs> yes, kind of. Um, so I did that. Um, oh, Like three days ago. No, to be fair, I actually got an email from the mailing list because I went to that inspection and it was like free appraisal. And I was like, okay. And then she called and I like didn't pick up. And then she called like two days later. And I was like, do you know what? It doesn't hurt. Me and Brenton two weeks before that had spoken to um, a financial advisor and sort of figured out like what's your goal. And basically our advice, we were sort of always torn between like how long do we stay here? We don't want to stay here too long. Do we want to buy an investment property? Whatever. And he was like, you're 13 years old, you don't need to buy investment <laughs> property. Um, what I would be doing is basically getting, you know, the nicest, biggest, dreamiest for you guys home that you can afford at this time. That's the goal. And so we're like, okay, well, let's start looking at dream homes instead of whatever we've been looking at. I just look at realestate.com every day for, I have like dog home, which is kind of like dream home acreage vibes. I have like slightly more in a city, smaller homes. I have like reno homes. I have beach house homes saved. I have investment properties near unis <laughs> saved. Anyway, um, we're selling our house and um, 
for two people that are really scared of change and that have lived in the same suburb their entire life, this is like quite a big step. We had the real estate agent over on Friday. We did a big, big, big drive. We'll talk about my weekend this week um, soon anyway. We did a big, big drive where we spent three hours pros and cons listing. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I was like I'm, chatting. Mm-hmm. It was um, immediately after we'd speak, spoken to the real estate agent and two weeks after we'd spoken to a financial advisor. So it was like a really good time to have a chat. And, and you couldn't escape or run away from each other and you had yeah. to talk civilly because you were stuck yeah. in a car together. Yeah. It yeah. was actually, it was super, like it was like a super even debate pros and cons where it was like me slightly more pro moving and Brenton like acknowledging the idea but a con. And Brenton also the that day that we did the drive had gone to see one of our quote unquote dream homes, mm. um, this beautiful place on an acre in Donvale. It was stunning, but it needed a lot of work and was already sort of up past our upper limit. So RIP yeah. that house, I'll think about it forever. That was the first home that Brenton had gone and seen and been like, yeah, I could live this because basically he's always been like, I want to live in one Turner in the bowl of a court and I want a basketball ring. And it's like, that's the house you grew up in. And then that's the house that your parents bulldozed and rebuilt in. And we actually yeah. can't live in your parents' house forever. Like you need to have a flexible mind. The flexible mind thing worked. He was like, okay, I like this house. I can see what we're doing. Let's go. Let's do this. Today is Thursday and we invited the person over for an appraisal on Friday. So it has yeah. been six days. And it's on the market and we signed paperwork. Like it's going on the market. and It's actual insanity. I know it's not insanity but also like – I just lived through this and I said to you already, I wouldn't wish this process on anyone. And I know it's a bit different because you have a finished home and I was like racing towards the finish line with a renovation the whole time. And it felt like we accumulated a lot more clutter and our house felt like it needed a lot more work, whereas your house is perfectly immaculately styled at all times. So it like didn't need the additional work. But yeah, it's a it's a big process. I think though that like doing it fast is maybe like less stressful in that it's like, Mm, ripping the band-aid off yeah like we don't have to stew about it because I said to Brenton we can do it now or we can think about it and ruminate for three months six months 12 months two years like mm. or we can just fucking do it like let's just do it and we just did it and yeah for your house before you had your photos done we did about six loads of prop styling and transferring and cleaning and today I was like um at 10.30, they called me and were like, we can do photos at 3.30. And I was like, well, I'm working till 4.30, but you can come at 4.30. Mm. And then on my lunch break, I was cutting grass with scissors and like <laughs> with one hand picking up dog poo and the other hand like sweeping dirt, <laughs> like hiding the squatty potty in the walk-in robe. Like <laughs> don't know where we're going to move. We'll probably end up back at Brenton's parents for like three to six months maybe. That's like what we're accepting. Yeah. That's like, it's not worst case, but that's like expected scenario. Yeah. Worst case is like they're longer than that. Best case, mm. we find something before then and we just have a long settlement. We barely have to move between, which is probably unlikely. The market's very slow and we're not rushing. Like we don't care. We're happy to move back in before we've got kids and shit. Yeah, it's so perfect. You guys, yeah. I mean, it's the right time in your life. You're right. Like if you sat around for two years and then, you know, you all of a sudden were like, oh, I think we've decided we're ready to have kids now, then it would feel like a rush and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So hilarious. Uh, we decided to sell a house in five days and that's fun. It's how the most chaotic thing you've ever done. So yeah. How was your week? My week was good. Far out. I had a busy long weekend like you did, which we haven't even spoken about yet. I know. When we thought that that was like the most chaotic moment of my week, but no. 
you're Lisa yeah. in 2022 is a changed person. I've, I know I said it from January and I'm, th- this is driving it home for me. Um, <laughs> other than, other than I had a busy weekend, I had my friends like 30th. And so we went out for the day together and I spent a day out, in out. Mornington. Yeah, we went out, out. We went to Summers General for brekkie and then we went to Kerry Greens for like wine and lunch and spent a few hours there, which is like a winery in the Yarra Valley. Uh, no, it's on the peninsula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in Red that Hill. That makes more sense. Um, yeah, yeah, I was confused. And then we started packing up our house. So boxing <gasps> oh God, has begun. Wait. I'll come to yours and then oh, like just move don't. straight into mine. <laughs> no, but do you know what? I'm really good at it because I'll just throw your shit out. Just throw it the, out. the great thing about having like sold our houses, we don't have a lot of shit to throw out. I did a big linen cupboard haul uh, and took a whole bunch of stuff to the salvos on the weekend. And then other than that, it's all stuff I think we'll want to bring with us. So it's yeah, good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait and to throw I'll, shit out. I bet that junk cupboard of yours. So I'm yeah. I can't wait to stand there with a box and as you throw things yeah. out, just put it in the box. Yep. Yeah. I might just like bulldoze the junk cupboard and just like whatever's there is there <laughs> great say love i think all your wedding candles are in this maybe take them out oh, first. bottom shelf bottom shelf excluded oh <laughs> yeah and that's um, my week very fun i had a very busy long weekend started with a wedding on friday uh didn't attend the wedding just a wedding makeup nice small mm. fun job then obviously we had the the trigger of it all, the um, appraisal. And mm. then on Saturday I woke up at 6, I drove to Inverloch, did Jackie's makeup, did Jackie's friend Fee, hey Fee, if you're listening's makeup, did her lunch, was supposed to leave at 2.30 but like caterer turned up late and then like the food was like like a nice long lunch and so I left oh, at like yeah. quarter past 5 instead of 2.30. Drove the yeah. hour and a half home, quickly showered, grabbed the stuff that I'd packed, Got in the car. We had to drive. Thank to God you packed before you left. That was smart. Because no, no. well, yeah. yeah, because I knew the situation. I'm no fool. Got in the car. Brenton drove this time, which is why he didn't come to Jackie's because we're like we need to split up this weekend. It was like 950 kilometers of driving over the weekend. Uh. So we he drove to Dunkeld, which is like in the Grampians, beautiful region. Our friends Nikki and Jack live there. It was their wedding, so we got there at like just after 11 p.m. Then woke up the next day. I had to do her makeup. The wedding. And- five bridesmaids and well four bridesmaids and a and a mother of the bride so I think I did six people's makeup popped to the general store or whatever grabbed a nice coffee grabbed a weird <laughs> slice popped to our little <laughs> things at the the royal is it called the royal mail Dunkeld where you're in like a little it's like a little like a carved out boulder it's like this little den of like stone and like a, the mm-hmm. bathroom's like in a water tank they're so cool you're like in the middle of nowhere really fun and they're dog friendly which we didn't take the dog she didn't fit in the car oh um, shame and so got ready there realized that I hadn't packed the thing that I'd packed that had everything I needed in it so perfume all of my makeup hair ties hairbrush, hair product everything so that was fucked but I was like, it's okay. I've got my kit. I stole a hair tie from the hairstylist. And I was like, we're going to be okay. So mm-hmm. No one's looking at me anyway. Mm-hmm. And so did my makeup. We drove to the ceremony, drove home from the reception to our little thing, walked there. Loose night. 
I was drinking people's beers by the end of it and sculling it. Like you can't pay me to drink beer. It's piss water. But I was like <laughs> having so much fun. Me and Brenton were so drunk. Every video or photo of the night, Brenton's like kissing all of these random men he's never met before. <laughs> I woke up the next day. He's got a grazed nipple. I've got a graze all down my back because I'd run up to someone and be like, catch me. And just like <laughs> fucking hurl myself and thinking that we're doing dirty dancing lift. But it was good fun apparently at the kick-ons next day, which we absolutely did not attend because we were like both shaking profusely and stretching. Like, I don't think I can make it. They were like, you know who's fun? French and Elisa. And we got voted MVP. So it was all worth it because, yeah. And then my sister had a baby. Oh, my gosh. It's been a huge <laughs> week. nephew, Thomas. We have and- a new podcast listener. It's a shame he doesn't have a phone and can't download it yet. Yeah, and his like his ears are so small he probably can't even like compute sound yet. Um, no, he can. He got tested because he said with this cute little photo with all these electrodes, I died. And then that's 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 it. That's that's the wedding over. And I got lots of glass in my feet, and there's still a bit of glass in there. It's a bloody miracle that we're even recording tonight, and that's why, for all of those reasons, is the reason this is remote as well. Beauty news. Yes. First up in beauty news, Tati's non-finalised product for Tati Beauty, which has now been closed, finalised, whatever, is floating around on retailers because people stole her merch and her products out the back of a truck and are now retailing them on like the black market. And she had to post a video being like, hey, this is my product, here it is. I'm mortified about this because these were not final products. Like they're not swatching how I want them to, blah, blah, blah. So weird that you're all seeing this. Please don't (laughs) buy it. They haven't been like tested. Um, But, yeah, this was my product and like there's a police investigation going into this and like definitely don't buy these. Her life is drama. Absolutely. She is the drama. She is the drama. It follows her. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't love the palette anyway, so I'm glad that she didn't release it. She should have just gone with textured neutrals too, like she said she was going to. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a breach. It was called Enchanted Something. (laughs) Next Um, up in beauty news, Pat McGrath is launching skincare and has announced this week that they're launching their first skincare product, which is an essence, um, and it's called Rose 001. Very interesting to launch with an essence. I guess it's makeup adjacent, maybe if it comes in a mister. No, it's not in a mister. It's in a okay. typical like tip it out bottle, like the Laneige essence. Yep. Um, yep. It's a emulsion. So it's got like the watery part on the bottom and then like a creamy oily part on the top. Um, you're mm-hmm. meant to shake it obviously to um, combine it. It's also, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's got oils and ceramides in it for hydration. Uh, and obviously the like liquidy, watery, hydrated part is the bit that will sink instantly into the skin. It was developed in South Korea, which obviously means it will be great. <laughs> yeah, by default. Um, yeah, and by all accounts, um, the ingredients look like they're good. The product claims look like it's good. Um, it's got rose damascus, or is that what it's called? Rose damascina. Damascina rose? It's in a whole bunch of other products. I've heard of it before which is packed with antioxidants and helps with skin damage, free radicals, all that jazz. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about Pat doing skincare? It's fine. I don't care. 
But oh, do you care? Do you care mad. that? Do you care that Naomi Campbell is the face of it? No. Okay. Pretty iconic. Mm. But like, she was like very slightly before our time for us to be like wowed by that, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Apparently, she, she won't go a day without it now. Oh my god, she's so the type of person that says that, right? Yeah. <sighs> a bit hyperbolic. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. Good use of that word. Thank you. Um, what's next? Next up, About Face, which is Halsey's brand, mm. has announced today that they are dropping all of their prices site-wide. Um, and it's not by a little bit. It's by, like, a heck of a lot. And they're also running a 40% off sale at the moment. So I found this to be interesting, especially in a world where prices are going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. And about three months ago, she reduced the price of her highlighter I think she took it from like oh my gosh don't quote me on it but I feel like she took it from like $42 to $27 mm-hmm. and that's the kind of scale of price drop that we're seeing across the site now like what a 30% ish drop it must be at least like 20% yeah. yeah and it makes you think how much fucking money has she marked up these products by and is that what everyone's doing and when NYX sells a product for $3 and NARS sells the same eyeliner for 30 does it only ever cost $3 to make? Yeah, kind <laughs> because, of. like, if she can drop it that drastically and still be making a decent profit on it and she can drop it that drastically in a time where prices are going up and you'd think it might be a good time not to drop your prices, it's very impressive. I am wondering if it's only because... When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Because now the brand is more established. Their minimum order quantities are way higher. And, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. You, They're ordering more. Like I'm just wondering if now they can support themselves better and that they literally are dropping the second that they can and if they will just as a brand be really transparent about when they need to hike up and drop down prices, like a mecca price promise but make it a brand, yeah. which I vibe with. I mean it's an- it's annoying when you're shopping that brand and like say they then go up and it's like the foundation mm. out of your bracket and it's something you repurchase all the time or something. But I like that. Mm. we've we've discussed before auric beauty and sam talking about how transparent she's being about prices and as a big as the brand starting off it's obviously way more expensive blah 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 blah. so i like it 
Same. She said that the reason for it was that when she launched the brand, her goal was to make makeup that empowers people and make it accessible to everyone everywhere. And she said that their recent family and friends sale that they did, uh, obviously they discounted products and they must have done really well. She said that the sale has shown them that expressing yourself through makeup should never be out of reach. Anyway, okay. it's basically to make makeup and her brand more accessible. Okay. Hmm. It's probably an excellent positioning time to be doing it as well, given everyone else will be increasing their prices, I assume. Yeah. Or running sales less frequently. And maybe that's part of what she will do as well. Maybe she'll run less sales, but have uh, the prices lower more often. Yeah. All all the time. (laughs) Yeah, like bring in sale quantities year round rather than the influx that they have. From a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the final piece of beauty news this week is that the Mecca Beauty election is happening again and I feel like it just finished. I feel like it just finished too. I also feel like I used to really be intrigued by the Mecca Beauty election and I'm over it and I don't know if I'm just dead inside, but I feel like I used to find it intriguing even before I worked at Mecca and now I'm like I think it might have been tarnished for me because I feel like uh, is anyone actually voting for anything or does Mecca just like make you pick between Drunk Elephant, Lala Retro and Touch a Dewy Skin Cream and it's just like a false representation of everything? I feel like, and I could be very wrong here, but do brands pay to be a part of the beauty election so that they can then claim that they came number one? Like, is this all for show and is it for data? Like, obviously it's for data capture for Mecca. They did it through the chatbot last year, which was a little bit innovative and obviously it's a way for them to capture first-party data for their customers. I Mm -hmm. think that was um, innovative, but I think it – didn't it not fucking work? Look at me being bad mouth. I just think it didn't, like, work very well. I don't know. I would love it if it was, like – Here's the entire website. Pick your favorite things. And that's Same. way too hard. It's never like that though. No. I also wish like I also wish it was like you can only and this would be cheeky but also smart. You can only vote based on the products that you've purchased in purchased. the last 12 months or in the last 2 years. Like, hey, you want to vote in the foundation category? Well, you only bought Nars Sheer Glow, so therefore you can only vote for Nars Sheer Glow or nothing and and don't lie because you obviously liked it. <laughs> I love that. It's like you go on the Mecca app, there's your purchase history. You're allowed to tap the products. It creates you a list. You can pick 10, done. That's what I want it to be. Impossible? Same. Probably. But I don't want you just like already guessing what everyone's favorites are, therefore creating your own little beauty election and then making people vote on it, which is like a total, it's like they've elected the mayor and no one actually voted. That's exactly what it feels like. You're putting forward the products which you think people want to vote for, which are the quote unquote popular products every year. Like, I doubt that Kevin, I was going to, that's probably a lie. I was going to say, I doubt that the Kevin Aquam mascaras um, are as popular as they are made out to be compared to every other mascara that Mecca sells. Yes, I understand it's very popular and it gets pushed by all of the staff members because it has since the dawn of freaking time. Mm-hmm. But also, if you didn't put it there, I wonder whether another mascara would get just as many votes as the Kevin Aquan curling mascara or volume mascara. Mm, yeah, yeah, because. Take it away and see how the votes go without it. 
Yes, because like from like a stats perspective as well, I feel like you get like regression towards the mean, except you can't have a mean because it's like not that type of data. Mm. But you get like voting for the lesser of two evils. Yes. In a qualitative way, which I don't fucking want. I just feel like they're not doing the research right. And like, I'm no scientist, but like someone needs to do better. So yes, it's an exciting time, but I feel like I could just pick the bloody winners right now and I'm a little bit bored of the way that the votes are done. Same, 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 same. Yeah, I agree with that statement. I'm sick of the process. Want Absolutely. it to be want it yeah. to be fresher and more run by the people. Like yeah. I want, you know, if there's a little micro brand, like a Frank Beauty is a bad example, but take Frank Beauty. They're based in Australia. I want them to be able to say to all of their followers, hey, vote for us in the beauty election, for them to actually be a contender and for them to have the power to win if they have the pull, you know? So true. So moral of the story is do better chatbot and change up the actual, like, pool of contestants. Yes. Sounds great. Shall we talk about our beauty faves? Yes, let's talk about our beauty faves. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What was your beauty favorite this week? What was my beauty fave this week? Hmm. My beauty fave this week mm. was the Inky List Salicylic Acid Hair Scalp Treatment, I'm going to call oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. Now, I've been using it for some time and it claims to make your hair less greasy and it claims to help with um, dandruff. I purchased it for the less greasy claim and I don't believe that it's fulfilled that need for me. However, what I do think it's done really well is help with dandruff. I don't have that kind of like cradle cap scalp buildup that I get around my ears quite as often. Mm, Oh, God, I can't wait to pick off new babies. Cradle cap. <laughs> Ooh, I almost got like ASMR tingles. Crusty. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like it. It doesn't burn you. It doesn't feel weird. My only dislike about it is that it's quite wet. So if yeah. you put it on, like if you put it around your hairline, which is where I like to use it, because that's where I feel like I get my dandruff the worst, yeah, it will same. drip down your forehead and into your eyeballs. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. How so does be it careful. compare to the Drunk Elephant Scalp Treatment? Com- completely different. The Drunk Elephant Scalp Treatment is like a gritty, sandy, manual exfoliant, which also has like PHAs and stuff in it. So it's doing the chemical as well. But this is a full-on liquid. And so I like that the spread of it, it's much easier to like spread and get all over your scalp. And it's wetter, so it runs further. And you can see where it is where it is because yeah. it's wet and on, yeah. and you're putting it on dry hair. And then you just like let it sit on your hair like a mask for like 10 minutes before you get in the shower and you wash your hair. And I think it's good. Yeah, nice. Love yeah. To see it. What's your beauty fave this week? My beauty favorite is the Shantakai Lip Veil in Honey. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Alex asked me like 16 times, have you had your lips done? Have you had your lips redone um, from this weekend? I think she asked once. And <laughs> I was like, no, I haven't. But what I have done is cleared out a really old tote bag that was hanging on my hat stand and found a lipstick that I love. When I bought it, it was limited edition, but it now appears to be permanent. Ah. It's a $73 lipstick. You wouldn't read about it. 
Anyway, it is really quite creamy. And is it a different consistency to the lip shakes? Not the same yes. line as the lip shake. The lip shakes are like wet. Like like a watery slippiness on the lip, right? The mm. lip veils are like a creamy gel slip mm. on the lip. Both give that creamy, lovely texture. When I say creamy, I'm not talking like MAC cream sheen in that it's like bunchy and thick. It's still thin, but it just gives this veil on the lips. It's stunning. The colour's like a pretty light kind of creamy peachy neutral. I wore it with Makeup Forever 1C lip pencil, I think. Just gorge. Bloody love it. So stunning. The packaging of that is also a little bit nicer than the lip sheiks, which for a quite expensive lipstick from Shantakai, the lip sheiks, their packaging's not too crash hot. Whereas Honeypot, like the the lip veils, they have the limited edition, well, not limited edition, but the like extinct animals on it. So like it has yeah. like an elephant on it. Yeah. Has the limited edition animals, animals. on it. <laughs> Get them while they're here. <laughs> That's fucked. How was it $15 more? I would, looking at it on Packaging. internet paper yeah. it looks like the packaging of the lip veils is cheaper like it's purple plastic in my mind and the lip chic uh, the lip other ones at least it's in like a metal silver packaging which looks nicer I thought yes but from memory the lip veil has like a slightly twist to close magnetic kind of proper thing and it's not thin plastic it feels like it's like double walled plastic Mm, interesting they're actually on sale at the moment if you're interested on Saks fifth avenue you can purchase it for 50 dollars rather than 70 whatever it was 73 dollars mm. mm. i don't know well, obviously you if you leave them in your handbag for two years it ends up being really cost effective true actually it's not a helmet it's a hair mat it has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo what's your non-beauty fave this week my non-beauty favourite is my Birkenstock fur-lined clogs. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you own them. Have you worn them out of the house? Hell yeah. I When we got home and I was Mrs. Glassfoot, that was where that context came from, <laughs> and I was like my feet hurt because I was dancing and I took my shoes off and then I was like just stomping around like a kid in puddles, but instead of a puddle it was glass and beverages. Um, and I was like, my feet really hurt. There's a spot where like, I still can't get the glass out, but it's like the whole skin around, it's quite tender. And I was like, oh, I don't want to put shoes on. Mm. But I need to go and meet my new nephew. So I put my clogs on. Yeah. And I had tracksuit, a track, like tracksuit pants, but a cashmere knit, you know, it's like, I'm extremely hungover, but I need to elevate this slightly. So it was like, instead of slippers, a fur lined clog. Mm. So let me find the style name for you. It is the... Birkenstock Boston buckled suede backless loafers, size 40, and I am ashamed of it. <laughs> Colour grey. Uh, they're the best. I've wanted a pair of the, I think they're called Boston's, all of the normal ones, of the clogs. Mm. Anyway, because I feel like they're a good, like, autumn shoe. You know, I'm always wearing a sandal, but sometimes you need a closed toe. Um, I I actually agree with that statement because I'm in the phase right now where I am, like, can I still get away with wearing my Birkenstocks to the supermarket or are people judging me? And I think you're actually spot on. A closed-toe Birkenstock is what I need in my life. Do you know what the weather is? The weather is long sleeve tee but maybe don't need a jumper, jeans, yeah. 
and a Birkenstock. But when it's like drizzly or a little too cold, you look like an idiot. So you need a close toe Birkenstock. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Yeah. I would, I would so, say, in addition to a long sleeve shirt or in sorry replacement of a long sleeve shirt, I've been going for like a a really fine knit with a singlet as well. I feel like it's a vibe too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or like a jumper knotted over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fashion. yeah, yeah. It's that autumn. We've had beautiful weather where you can just actually have nice autumn fashion and not be like jumper, jeans, boot done mm. Mm. I need to buy these Birkenstocks and I just I, I they're not a priority but they are a priority yeah it's a bit they're like an underwear purchase it's like a necessity what's your non-beauty fave my non-beauty fave is selling sunset I know I complained in <gasps> season four that it was too trashy I said too much trash not enough houses season five is here and I'm I'm balls deep in the trash and I'm here oh, for it okay. <laughs> I've lent into it and I'm very happy and Adrian thinks it's so trash that he yelled at me and told me that I was smarter than this the other night. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so you it know, didn't get better in terms of the actual homes? No, no, there's definitely been a bit more home, I think, or maybe I'm maybe I'm imagining that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I thoroughly like it. Uh, okay, what's your snack? Just took it to my veins! My snack is pineapple lollies. <laughs> Gross, I hate them. Really? I really don't like why why would you like them? Um because I they're one of the few lollies I eat. I just really like pineapple lollies. Mm. I categorize them as the only foamy style lolly that I eat. You know the ones that have the texture of foam? Yeah, like they're like spongy and bottles, whatever. They're not they're not see-through and they're spongy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, oh, you're wearing a matching yellow tracksuit, not just a jumper. No, I'm I'm a literal <laughs> bee. Um, yeah, I really like them, and they got me through some dark times on the road this weekend, metaphorically <laughs> and literally. Yeah, great. Hang on, I'm happy for you. Also, mm. took two antihistamines before bed, and woke up, and I was like, uh, pretty good, pretty good. It's but was like it a, the antihistamines or have you just got an alcohol tolerance now? Because I think you've just no, got an alcohol absol- tolerance. No, absolutely not. Ab- okay. There is no way in hell because I am literally allergic to alcohol and so I get the sinus mu- like headaches and mm. I itch all over for a day after. But I took two antihistamines. Mm. Oh, invigorating. <laughs> like I was still, I was like a three out of ten feeling fine instead of like a one out of ten. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good for you. Yeah. What is your... Snack. Snack. My snack is a wine. Is that allowed? It's, it's happening. Absolutely. I, I often don't say that alcohol is my snack, and it is this week. Um, Same. It's from, <laughs> it's from Kerry Greens. It's the one I was drinking just before. It's a red. It's their – oh, shit, I'm going to have to get it. Kerry Greens, in case you don't know, go there. When you're next on the peninsula, K-E-R-R-I, Greens, they're like independent and they do their own wines and they make them in like small batches and this one is delicious. Oh, fuck, I'm going to get the name of it because otherwise I'll get yelled at. The wine is called MDI mm-hmm. and it's a red and it had skin contacts. It's called MDI Rafosco. I don't even know what that means. It's very fancy. It's um, You can buy it at Gertrude Street in Fitzroy, which is where they're retailing it if you 
don't go down to the peninsula ever and you live in Melbourne. You can buy it from MDI Wine. There you go. It's a collab with them. Ah, cool. It looks juicy. Like I'm looking, it looks like a Ribena. That's exactly what she said. It's Ribena-esque. Tasting or just looking? Um, It definitely has some like fruity notes about it. Yes. It's not like Ribena though. Did you pull that from the fridge? Is that chilled or that's room temp? It's room temp, but it can be chilled this one. Yeah. I love a chilled bread. Yes, I know you do. Interesting. Mm. I might buy that for Brenton because he likes a, he literally is on a hunt for a Ribena wine that he had once at Carlton Wine Room and it's never found again. And he was like, that was my drink. Mm. Sorry, Brenton. That's Great. our episode. Stay tuned for Wednesday when we chat about coats. It's outerwear episode, baby. Coats, jackets, blazers, trenches. We are we are doing discussing. trenches? Great. Well, I am. <laughs> and we'll see you then. Bye. Chat to you then. Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.